the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, indeed, it is Friday night. Glad to have you guys here with us. This Friday night edition of the Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. We were already getting calls before the show began in continuation of our topic last night about movie uh, movies with female uh, leading roles for action heroes or the uh, Jennifer Lawrence had come out, complained and yammered that uh, up before her, no woman had ever been a lead in an action movie. And we rattled off about 16 or 17 or more uh, uh, suggestions or, or uh, characters have been played. And we and, and I've been still getting emails on that. And then we had callers call in on that. Uh, you can c- continue to call in if you got a suggestion. Somebody called in and said, hey, you guys didn't talk about G.I. Jane. We did later on in the show. That's a good one. It is a good one. Um, here's a question for you guys. It occurred to me yesterday, and I put it on the social. Well, before I go in, I, I didn't even bring in my man here. I didn't bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who was able to rattle off 16, 17 or more female leads immediately after Jennifer Lawrence opened her big mouth. I'm talking about the one and only DJ Potato Skins. These woke, high IQ, stupid people, they're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. By the way, that's my nomination for Hero of the Week. <laughs> You're my nomination for Hero of the Week well, for, ta- for taking that sound and making me laugh it's every golden. night of the that's week. High it's rotation, absolutely baby. golden. But I wanted I started to put a question out to the listeners and I wanted you to bring yeah, bring you that? in on it as well. And that is it occurred to me last night that here we are, December 9th right now, well past Thanksgiving. By now in the South, when I grew up, I would have heard Merry Christmas to me about 950,000 times everywhere I went growing up in the South and, and everywhere in America. Didn't we hear it every time we went to a register and check out? Didn't somebody say Merry Christmas? Didn't we say Merry Christmas to people going throughout our day? Didn't we, didn't we if we were um, at a restaurant and somebody was waiting us? I mean, didn't we exchange Merry Christmas? Everywhere in America, where is Christmas? I I haven't seen it. Not only have I not heard it expressed to me anywhere in public, I haven't heard it expressed from anybody else, not even to me, but just other people amongst themselves. I haven't seen it on a sign in a store anywhere. As I was watching TV last night, I saw a commercial come on and there was a Christmas tree in the background. It was a retailer. I'm not going to say which one because they're not paying to advertise here on the AK show. I ain't giving no play. But there was a Christmas tree in the background. The people were dressed up and handing each other little gifts wrapped in a bow. Yet there was no mention of the word Christmas. 
And the song that was playing in the background was, Do you remember the 25th that night of September? Is that what we're celebrating? Is it the 25th of September? Is that what we're celebrating, Skins? Andrea, I'll tell you, um, I'm not a big Christmas guy until December. So I, like, I like letting Thanksgiving breathe. However, almost every year, without question, the day after Thanksgiving, as long as I can remember, it was Merry Christmas. You start hearing Merry Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. And I would say not as much last year. This year, I don't. I haven't heard it at all. I haven't heard it or seen it anywhere. Have you? 888-344-1170. I haven't seen Salvation Army ringing a bell anywhere. Oh, good point. I have not either. I have seen no mention of Christmas. Don't think you're going to sell me anything for a gift for me to give to anybody for Christmas. When you're running a song about the 25th of September, and you and you can't mention the holiday... That's a part of this gift exchange. Well, you know what's funny is, Andrea, people will even, you know, even generically, and I really don't like it too much, say happy holidays. I haven't even heard that. No. No, No, I haven't heard happy holidays either. There's no longer a war on Christmas in this country. We now just no longer have it. It's gone. Now, granted, it's gone at, at, at a time in this country to where your kid can't wear a Native American costume on Halloween because it's cultural appropriation, right? That's wrong. You can't do that. You got to press one for English in this everywhere because we can't expect anybody who comes to this country to speak English, right? We've got Cinco de Mayo in this country, right? I mean, we've we've got that's that's on our school calendars. But we don't have Christmas on a school calendar anywhere. We're being taught that that we have to respect other people's culture. The left will bend over backwards over Islam, right? We've even got we've even got shows the Real Housewives of Dubai where if if you know anything about Dubai, you know the suppression and the oppression of women over there and citizens in general. I'd love to have people call us if they have heard Merry Christmas this year. Or, or something, or, or really, have they noticed the fact that Christmas has pretty much been wiped clean from America at this point? Is it different in the South, maybe? I don't know, but I'm not seeing it anywhere. I don't see decorations up. I see it on homes, but I don't see... Yeah, homes is where I'd say the exception lies. Right, but I don't see it on uh, streetlights. I don't see it... I, it. Well, long ago in San Diego, uh, December night, Christmas nights became December nights down in Balboa Park. Um, the American culture has been eroded to the point to where the most important, significant holiday in the United States of America is pretty much no longer exist, existing. I haven't seen a nativity scene anywhere. Used to see nativity scenes everywhere, right? You know where there might be exception, and I, and I haven't noticed it because I haven't shopped a lot recently, just been very busy, Andrea, would be perhaps your small businesses. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Small business. I don't know. I'm curious to see what you guys think about it. You know, we got we've got the Republican Party joining the Democrats all concerned over, you know, the the definition of marriage, including same sex couples. Where but where where do we have the Republican Party in this country codifying an American tradition and not just an American tradition? 
This our, our country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and values. Christianity is at the root of this country. It's why it's a national holiday. It's why schools are closed over Christmas to celebrate Jesus Christ and, and, and uh, his birth. Sean's on the line from San Marcos. He wants to call in and, and talk about Christmas. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrew. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, I last weekend we attended San Marcos. They had a tree tree lighting event, and oh. it was packed. Yeah. And um, tomorrow night is the uh, Festival of Lights Mission Bay. At my work, they this year, the first time ever, they've just like inundated us with lights, trees, everything. But you know what you just said there for a moment. Okay. Uh, as far as, you know, proclaiming Jesus' birthday, no, I haven't seen a lot of that unless, you know, you're talking about church on the outside. But I have seen a lot of festivity and lights. But let me like ask you everywhere. this. I love seeing the yeah. lights. That TV ad that I mentioned had a Christmas tree kind of hidden in the background. But was the word Christmas mentioned? It wasn't in the ad. Have you been hearing Merry Christmas? A, a few times, not over overly uh, Every moment, you know, but no, it's, uh, no, I mean, um, uh, we're kind of reduced. Don't you see that? Don't you see how it's kind of been diminished? Okay, great. We still have some symbols of, uh, like a tree. It's be, you know, that this holiday is more than just decor, right? It's more than just decorations and it's, and it's been reduced to decorations at this point for me. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I see with like Charles Dickens, you watch the Scrooge, you know, Everyone at the end, everyone's saying Merry Christmas to you and you have, you know, that, yeah, that's just the cultural thing. I think we're losing that in general. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that comes from Christ. Um, you know, to be honest with you, as far as celebrating his birthday, but I just wanted to, you know, say me personally, I thought that people have done a little bit more like lights are very expensive. You try to go buy lights. That's year, true. Trees, but, but we did, we just went and did it. And I've seen people with trees in their cars. So, you know, I don't know. It's kind of a gray area. I well, see people I, celebrating tomorrow. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, no, I'm glad you called because, you know, you're, you're, you've, you've got people that are taking part in, cel- in celebrating it. Maybe not as right. overtly as I would like. So maybe I, I shouldn't say Christmas is dead and wiped from, from society. But I'm recognizing that it's slowly being wiped away. And it's as though well, we, even yeah. as Christians, it's like when I was talking to, to Skins before the show, he's like, yeah, I hadn't even thought about it. Now that you mentioned it, it's just like nowhere. <laughs> it's just, and yeah. this is how, this is how you, this is how you transform a, a nation and it's how you destroy a nation. At the same time, they're beating us over the head, Sean, uh, about respect for other cultures and you can't do this because it's cultural oh, yeah. appropriation because it's all about respect right. for somebody else's culture. And African Americans are talking yeah. about Africa all day, every day and calling each other queen all day, every day. And I don't care about that. I don't mind that. I got friends of mine that grew up in Mexico. I, I've, I've had them try to teach me Spanish over the years. Right. Um, it didn't go well. So well, I don't, I don't mind that anybody yeah. wanting to preserve, uh, their culture. I love go. I went to the Italian festival one year in New York City that was amazing. I love the right. special culture of Louisiana that's like being in another country. So I'm all well, about people yeah, being I'm able sure to preserve. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm all about people being able to preserve the culture. But it seems as though the American culture, and particularly as it right. relates to our Christianity, is just being wiped away. Mm. And that's how I feel. Well, look what they. 
Yeah, well, look what they just voted on the, the marriage act. Yeah. So you're 100% right. Because eventually they will try to destroy marriage, you know, like family. Mm-hmm. That's all marriage is a family. They'll try to destroy it. And with it will encompass things like Christmas. So yeah. you're right. As far as the, the, the root meaning of Christmas, right? That's all going to, we'll have to fight for that. If not, if, you know. But yeah. we need to teach our children like I do. I teach my children. I'm sure Potato Skins was. He just got married. They're having a very festive, you know, Christmas this year. Mm-hmm. And it's all about teaching the, you know, our loved ones, our youth, right? You have a niece, I think you said, or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, and we have to teach the younger generation, right? Everything. Politics, the love of God, mm-hmm. right? And and, fe- and fun, having fun. Yeah. And, and light with lights and tree lightings and, and going to look at lights on the bay and stuff, right? Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Well, Sean, thank you for calling in. And, I, and I'm glad I get right, to Merry say Christmas. to you. Yay! Merry Christmas, Sean. Merry Christmas. <laughs> take it easy and thanks for calling in. I got one in. more point, Andrea, before yeah. we take a break. Okay. What if we were talking about, you know, especially conservatives being so, you know, just slap out tired of, of the fight that we've had to, especially over the last couple of years due to just get this nation to hang on by a thread. Mm-hmm. I would say what if, you know, businesses and individuals alike are so slap wore out that they often are just forgetting about celebrating what's truly important. It could be it could be just exhaustion and fatigue. We're also at a time in this country where in spite of what the midterm results were, um, people aren't happy with the economic situation in this country. People are still Andrea, struggling. They said it over and over again. We're doing well. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Right. Um, people still. Um, I think I read somewhere. I'm not sure if it was small business. I think small business owners are forty percent. Forty percent of small business owners are behind in their rent. And who are small business owners? Their moms, their dads, right? I they're mean, me and you. They're me. Yeah, they're me and you. And these are these small businesses, the lifeblood, lifeblood of America. And when forty percent of them are behind on their rent, we've got economic troubles. Well, and that's that, by design. That's what they want. A, a, absolutely. And when you are struggling financially, it's kind of hard to get up. But Christmas is a really tough time for those who are struggling financially because they've got kids that want gifts and expect gifts, and they don't have the money to yeah, buy it. it so I wouldn't say Christmas is gone. Uh, the war on Christmas, I don't think is definitely, it, it, it hasn't continued. But I, I, I think as a nation overall, we're just, we're, we're flat out exhausted. And maybe it's yeah. just because some of the nation is just, they're focused elsewhere. I think, I, I think it's a little bit of it. But I think how were they able to distract us so easily? Because it's been a slow decline of Christmas in our culture. It's been a slow decline. It and, and we've got Bob Walters coming up later on in the school, but it just flashed in my mind that if we talk all the time about how the schools uh, through the minds of the children and through the schools you change a country, we don't do Christmas programming in schools like we used to. We don't have kids sitting and singing away in a manger, right? And doing and doing Christmas pageants with the nativity scene, do we? We don't have that in schools anymore. We don't have Christmas on calendars anymore. So I mean we don't we don't it's it's just not a part of our culture it anymore. It used to be Andrea for myself, even for my kids, I think they kind of got the tail end of that. There used to be, I mean you would hit Thanksgiving time and most of the extra activities, it was all holiday until the end of the year. Absolutely. For for my family, it was practically as soon as the dishes were done on Thanksgiving, we began our, our Christmas shopping uh, that weekend because of Black Friday. And, and uh, then I guess people do Cyber Monday. I'm a brick and mortar gal. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Breaking news. Everybody's all excited over some breaking news out of Arizona and that Kirsten Cinema. Um, I think that story is quite the nothing burger. We're going to share that with you when we come back. 
AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Ain't taking the Christmas out of this show. No. Merry Christmas. We need to be saying it every segment and to everybody. Merry Christmas to you guys. Oh, that almost brings tears to my eyes. There's just nothing like traditional Christmas music. It doesn't even have to be biblically based. Um, but I just love Christmas music. It's feeling good, don't it? It does. Thank you for that. Um, you know what has me feeling good, by the way? It's like we're it's 50 degrees in San Diego. And I know that may not seem cold to y'all, but like to us, that's like really cold. So today, I, I guess what I have back. Can you see it on my Facebook Live? I have my Carhartt hoodie. The butter back. jacket is back. <laughs> the butter jacket is back. Well, I had to let it air dry because I was so scared my dry my dryer needs to be replaced and it's overly hot and I didn't want to damage my favorite little snuggle uh, thing. So speaking of Christmas and needing to Christmas shop, and yes, at Iron Mountain Outfitters in La Mesa. You they, mean for Christmas? For Christmas, right? For the 25th of December and not September. Look, this is my Carhartt jacket. This is the best thing that I think I've ever owned, at least in recent years. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. It kept me so warm today. It's even got a hood. This is just one example of just the amazing clothing that they have there that is not only some of the most best made clothing I've ever seen from shackets and flannels and all kinds of workwear jackets and even if you don't need this kind of attire for work it's still on trend and it's what everybody's wearing and it's amazingly high quality at reasonable prices you would not even believe but even if you don't even want to buy clothing for somebody they've got everything from handmade knives from hands and knives they've got all kinds of tote bags and luggage of just the most high quality stuff You would not even believe it. You guys got to go to Iron Mountain Outfitters in La Mesa. Look for the standing bear outside and they and tell tell PJ that Andrea K sent you, by the way. Um, So there was some big story today, big story out of out of Arizona, which was quite frankly, just so um, overblown, in my opinion. Kirsten Cinema supposedly has left the Democrat Party and just headlines all over Drudge. This is just the worst possible news for the Democrat Party. Really? I think that there's some gains being played here. Already manipulations of the minds of Arizonans on the heels of just shocking uh, election theft that took place in Arizona. Here's what Kirsten Cinema had to say today about it. Clip four. Um. Arizonans sent me to the United States Senate to be an independent voice for our state, and I'll continue doing that. What I think is important about this decision and and this move is that I'll be able to show up to work every day as an independent and not be, you know, stuck into one party's demands of following without thinking. And, And as we've seen in recent years, both parties have created this uh, kind of requirement or a pull towards the edges that you just unthinkingly support all of one party's viewpoints. It's made it difficult to find folks who are willing to work together and solve problems. What a lying sack she is. 
Is it is it anti the Christmas spirit to point out the fact that she's a liar? Look, I I, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but the fact that so many conservatives have bought into this and are pushing the false narrative that this is such a win for the Republicans and just disastrous for the Democrats aggravates me because we've got to get ahead of every every false narrative that gets pushed out. Arizona we is has just been completely corrupted and destroyed from from a Republican state to one that. Um, is now Democrat, quite frankly, you know, because of the election. So part. not Democrat, shouldn't she be calling for a redo of the Arizona election? Ab- good point, right? If she's so independent, then she would be saying, look, what happened in these elections here um, was concerning, right? We should not have people waiting for for seven hours out in line because the machines, come to find out, were improperly calibrated and and, uh, were programmed incorrectly on the day of the election in spite of the fact that they were working fine the night before. So who reprogrammed those machines and made them fail on election day, right? She would be concerned over the fact that some Republican launched a pack specifically for the purpose of trying to stop somebody who was running in an election that he was supervising, right? But no, she's not an independent. How do you know she's not an independent? How do you know that this is a false story meant to manipulate the minds of Arizonans, one of the most important states right now we have? And and people might be thinking, why does this even matter? The elections are over because there's games being played, and these are these are the the little the little tactics and the little plays within a Super Bowl game that people overlook and don't think that it's important. What's important here is the lies being pushed out by the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party knows she has not abandoned the Democrat Party. How do we know that the Democrats know that? Because she's still going to sit on every Democrat committee. She's going to be continuing to operate as a Democrat. And by the way, conservatives, stop stop pushing out the lie that this that Kirsten Cinema is a moderate. Kirsten Cinema is not a moderate. Neither is Joe Manchin. Neither is Joe Manchin. They are far left liberals. She has voted ninety three percent of the time with Joe Biden. The fact that she didn't go along with getting rid of the, rid of the filibuster does not mean that she is not a liberal. We've got to stop thinking that because one time out of a hundred a liberal doesn't completely you know drop a bomb in the middle of a of a parade route that they're somehow not who they say who they really are which is a far left liberal what this what she's doing is she's realigning herself as an independent to continue to be able to win elections in arizona now that there's actually more registered independents in the state of arizona than democrats that's all this is about if she wanted to send an authentic message andrea that really showed that she was tired of the democrat party how come she didn't do it before the election not exactly And why is it that if her whole thing is, I'm tired of both parties because they're all, you know, 100%, you got to toe the line, then why, then, then wouldn't she have a voting record that wasn't almost 100% with the Democrats? Would she still be sitting in the same committee assignments with the Democrats? Literally, the only thing different that's going to happen with Kirsten Sinema is she's not going to be going to the morning meetings. That's it. And yet I'm hearing all day today conservatives talk like this is a win for the Republicans and talking about her being a moderate. It's crap. Absolute crap. You know what? I forgot to give. Here's, here's a really bad segue. I forgot to give the address out for Iron yeah, Mountain. People got to know where to go. People got to know where to go. It's 8493 La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear out there. And I think I got the last Carhartt little fuzzy butter, the, the butter hoodie. <laughs> 
know what. Well, I don't know why I referred to it as it felt like butter when I put it on. Iron Mountain. You I guess that's just, what you got to start calling it. It's the butter. It's hoodie. the butter hoodie. I think it's just just because it's just so soft and just I just feel slathered just with absolute love, just absolute love. Anyway, all right. Speaking of love, I love me some Bob Walters, and we're going to take a break and go to him when we come back. Um, we've got two absolutely crazy, shocking stories to share with you guys that I think is going to reinforce and validate my theory that I was talking about with Tom DeBacar the other night about the culture is really where the war is in this country, and we got to get in it. So stay with us. We're going to get into that on the other side of the break. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me celebrating Christmas all month long here. We're going to say Merry Christmas over and over. What are we celebrating? Christmas. That's right. The birth of Jesus Christ. He's the reason for the season. And joining us now, like he does every Friday night of the week, is our dear friend Bob Walters. And we're always happy to have him with us. Merry Christmas, Bob Walters. Merry Christmas to you and your staff. Well, thank you. Well, I've got a staff of one here, and that's DJ DJ <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Potato Skins. Um, Merry Christmas to you as well, Bob. Yes, um, but on Fridays at six thirty, uh, we were we report to you, Bob. You're that you're the man here. What you got for us tonight? Well, I, I normally would be getting into the good news, but I've got two outstanding things that came out today this week that are, are outstanding crazies that I need to present to the public because it shows the extreme to which things can develop and are in some cases, and what we have to do to stop it in the schools to save this country. Oh, all right. I, uh, one of them, the first one is a Rutgers professor. Her name is uh, Crunk, C-R-U-N-K. And she's not a professor, a fan of white people. And she, at the end of, she said that the end of the white people is coming to the time that we need to get these out. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> she, yeah, she's she's killing every all, all the way. I mean, talk about the impact of CRT and and uh, Black Lives Matter, which I cover in my book. This this is the result ultimately if we don't do something to nip it. Anyway, she went on to say that white people are committed to being villains and they're terrible at all people throughout the world and need to be eliminated. She even goes on to say Africans arrived in North America before white people, which is <laughs> not true. Anyway, that's number one. Well, well, let's talk about this for a second, because this is absolutely, first of all, this, if if that was a, and this is an African-American professor, right? This is a woman of color, I'm yeah. assuming, Kronk? Yes. Okay, she so is. imagine, Bob, if we had a professor at, say, um, What's Hillsdale College, which is a conservative outfit, um, a, a white professor there that said, you know what, we got to get rid of black people because they're just committed to, you know, being bad people and committing crimes. What would be the result of that? Oh, there'd be riots in the street. There'd literally. Oh, I know. There would literally be riots in the street. 
we had riots in the streets in, in the form in, in 2020, the summer of love, where we had 200 something police officers attacked businesses, entire neighborhoods burned down. We have a young police officer in Las Vegas who's a quadriplegic now. Shay Milikanis, I believe his name is, because he was shot in the head during the summer of love. But uh, but it, and, and they were in uh, the Black Lives Matter movement was rewarded with the Juneteenth holiday as a result. But yet she gets to go on and say that white whiteness must end. Does she say how it's going to end, Bob? Is it going to end as a result of guns, gas chambers? Well, she, didn't, she didn't see how she's going to kill them, but she thinks they need to all be killed. This is this is and, outrageous. And she's, a, she's a professor at Rutgers University, so it's <laughs> oh my god! It's it, she's basically calling for genocide of white people, and it's getting no media play beside you. No, it's not. Regrettably, if you if you're a Rutger if you're a Rutgers alum. I, you know, I uh, shame on you if you don't immediately get on the phone to Rutgers and say that you're not, especially if you've given any money to as an alum, uh, you need to you need to w- get on the phone with them right away. All right, Bob, what else? You I got? agree. Well, I got another one that's just as crazy as, as this one is uh, a Chicago private school dean of student life by the name Joseph Bruno bragged about having LGBT health staffers give children sex toys and teach queer sex. <laughs> So he he did a video which revealed his true intent and intentions. He bragged uh, that uh, he was going to give these students and, and was giving these students who range in age from 14 to 18 uh, what they call butt plugs. I don't even know what that is. And deal those to all the students during the course of his class this past week. Wow. And- <laughs> this, was the, this was the dean of the school? Well, he's... He's dean of uh, student life. I don't know how dean how of student is. life. I think this. I think I. I think I heard that if this is the same story I heard. This is a, this is a school that cost forty thousand dollars a year to send your kids there. Forty thousand yeah. dollars, and and I don't know, Bob. I, this is Chicago. It could be that parents there are the far left loons that you know that know that their kids have uh, this kind of crap going on in the schools. But I think that most parents believe that if they spend a lot of money to send their kids to a private school, that their kids are going to be insulated from this crap, and that's just not the truth. No, it shows you. You got to really parents have to be careful. Not just checking public school. Uh, curriculum, but what's going on in the private schools? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and don't assume it's good. Right now, was this from Project Veritas? How did this get get found out? Project Veritas. That's a group that checks for such extreme behavior going on. And, and this guy even had drag, drag queen come in twice this week, bringing cookies and brownies and <laughs> having pictures taken with all the kids. That's, and what that is? This is the this is and you wouldn't know this Bob because you're an upstanding gentleman and family man and father and grandfather but what this is is literally the definition of grooming where you are prying kids we bringing in cookies to cozy up to kids and let me tell you 14 year olds are kids and they're intentionally bringing in queer sex acts kink and perverted acts of sex into the classroom where adult men are coming in and handing out sex toys and describing sex acts and grooming minors. Quite it frankly, they should all they should all be arrested. Yeah, they really should. They I should swear. be. What's going on in this country, and now what they're really trying to do, in my opinion, is they're trying to bring... We know that these gay pride parades are perverted. Uh, they're basically... 
perverts on parade, in my opinion. Not every gay person is engaged in this, but I but I know enough about what goes on in, in so many of these pride parades that they even brag about there's kink going on there, right? And now yeah. they wanted to bring it into, it's bad enough they're doing that on the street, bad enough they're doing it in front of children, but now they're trying to indoctrinate children into it. And I'm wondering where the Republican Party is. They're all joining together with the Democrats in terms of, quote, defense of marriage and same-sex marriage. They're doing nothing to protect the minds of children, Bob. And yeah, in, in the integrity of, of family life in the future in this country. Is this something, terrible. yeah, have you addressed this in your book, Education or Indoctrination? I have. It's chapter four. And I would encourage readers to buy my book and read it because they get into great detail how this development gets kindred and how it's been growing throughout the country. Has this been just, has the, it seems like it's been overnight, Bob. I don't think it has. I think this has been going on. It's it's just kind of, it's been brewing and growing. And because it's yeah. not really had any resistance to it, it's been unabated. And then you had Barack Obama's, de, de, uh, his head of Department of Education. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was an openly gay guy who went around and with his anti-bullying campaign was to shut down Christian groups in schools. I remember he reported this. His whole plan was to shut down Christian groups in schools and set LBGT groups in schools. Yeah. So this has been brewing a while. Oh, it has been. It didn't just start. That's why my book gives the beginning of this 50 years ago and where we are now and what we got to do to stop. 50 years ago? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. The book is Education or Indoctrination. I had no idea. Education yeah. or Indoctrination, and you can get it on Amazon by Robert Walters. Can we get into some good news now? I need some good news. Okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a new conservative school board supported and winning in a recent election thanks to Moms for Liberty, which is a group you should all consider joining took its first step by firing superintendent for pushing woke practices. One thing he wanted school staff to discipline students for behavior outside of school. But he was, and he voted for critical race theory. So they, they wanted to get rid of critical race theory. They terminated him. And they set up a committee to review all books in the libraries in the Berkeley County schools in North in South Carolina. So that's good news. Yeah, for sure. It was a victory for our side. Then, then you got something else that's kind of interesting. Catholic-based... Crystal Re Network. I've never heard of it. C-R-I-S-T-O. Crystal Re Network. I mean, a chain of independently operated schools from Miami to Boston to L.A. They help students get jobs in local industries with full pay for one day a week, which is allowed as they go to school. Tuition is largely covered by the students, these private schools, and the parents do kick in about $90 a month. But the rest of it is paid by the students out of the money they're making as they, as they learn job techniques. It's unique that it allows students to get Realistic job training and helps them get a good job when they graduate. That's a great program. It is. I hadn't heard of it before. I hadn't heard of it either. I mean, they're getting life skills. They're getting job experience. They're earning money. That's how you prepare a kid to go in into adulthood, right? It is. Yeah. It's better than even shop classes. It's, it's out in a the, in the job for yeah. one day a week. Absolutely. Um, I think this should be a nationwide program. We, this, is, this is what, if we're going to have centralized Department of Education, this is the kind of thing that should be, should be nationally um, rolled out, in my opinion. <clears throat> I mean, what kid couldn't benefit from having a day at work and having to work in a, real, in, in a real world work environment? I think that's great. It is good. All right. Then we got a Long Beach teacher from Wilson High School was placed on leave after accused of telling students that he would like to shoot them. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, how about that? 
<laughs> You're not talking about race. You just wanted to kill the students. Okay, we're we've passed. We we've we've now left the good news part of the program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's but he okay. got fired. He got let go. So well, that go. is good news. Okay. And then in Florida, DeSantis-backed school boards, newly elected, began to oust Florida educators and superintendents for forcing COVID-19 masks during the pandemic, despite Florida law that forbids this. They also attacked those who spit in the face of parents who addressed them urging changes at the school boards. So he's he's really taking some strong action. Good. He's still yep. it, it, it still defies the imagination, though, how not that every other Republican governor has not followed his lead in every a- aspect, particularly when it, it's related to schools and kids. I agree. Just kind of unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Um, most of the founders of America studied religion, music, and English. Girls also learned household management, while boys studied European history. Most knew Latin and Greek and read books by Plato, Aristotle, and Plutarch. These classics remain constantly in the heads of those who drafted and ratified the Constitution. Just a little background about solid education, what it does to bring forth the best in people. Right. And and when you think about that, that combination there, religion, music, and English, um, yep. just talk about the fundamentals, right? And and it's interesting, and they kept religion as a fundamental. And it yep. is, because you it can't is. keep a nation without it being a moral society. And that's why... Uh, when you look at it, 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 why I keep, I know I keep sounding like a broken record, but if we don't get, if we don't, as Republicans and, a conserv- and conservatives, do something to get this country back on, on uh, its religious Judeo-Christian principles and values and moral footings, we're, we're gone. Well, Mer- or how about Merry Christmas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, you know, I was I saying know. at the top of the show, Bob, I don't know if up in OZ down here, I haven't heard anybody say Merry Christmas. I'm not seeing it anywhere, hearing it anywhere. It's like Christmas has already been officially kind of there's Christmas trees and decor around, but I'm not really hearing it. Are, are you seeing it more in, in the OC? Uh, a little bit, but not as much as it used to. It has it has dwindled. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Bob has more to share with you guys. We've got some college crazies coming up, so don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Andrea K., bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show, con- continuing our discussion with Bob Walters, con- education contributor here, author of the new book, Education or Indoctrination, um, which really goes deep into a lot of the issues that we talk about on the show here. Uh, what we're doing is we're sharing with you the latest so that you know what's happening, the history behind it, and then all of, what, of all these different areas and issues, as well as an action plan on what we can do to stop it, is in Bob's book, Education or Indoctrination, which you can get and you must get on Amazon, get buy multiple copies and hand it out to people because everybody needs to read it. Okay, Bob, continue on. All right. Leftist mob riots after Charlie Kirk shows up at a campus in University of New Mexico, which is a fairly conservative school, mm-hmm. and tried to shut down a free speech event. <laughs> the leftist mob <laughs> went crazy when he was there trying to speak. He was shocked because he was the announced purpose of the speech was to focus on the Constitution and the freedom of speech. Okay, so let me get this right, Bob. So a speaker gets booked to come and discuss free speech, and they try to shut him down. Correct. (laughs) 
Correct. Wow. Okay. Yes. This is, really yeah, it is, it's crazy. Yeah. It's sad. Then you got an interesting story. A former college grad slammed cult-like college education. I've had to unlearn, she said, four years of wokeism. Annabelle Rockwell graduated in 2015 from Mount Holyoke, Holyoke University in Massachusetts, which cost 60000 a year. Wow. When she got out, she was anxious, depressed, looking for justice everywhere. Her family helped her get back to her reality with a therapist and a deprogrammer. But wow. it tells you how bad some of these kids are being hurt in school. Well, yeah, uh, it is. It, it, the way she describes that is, you know, the, the left likes to talk about Trump and MAGA being the cult, but the cult is really on the left. And what makes it, it so bad, yeah. Bob, is that it, it that. Uh, cults are supposed to tap into people's desire to feel good, right? The the wo- yep. the the cult of the woke is about preying upon them by by feeding them negativity that they can't make it in this life because America's evil. And the end result is that it's like she said, they're depressed and anxious, and they're looking around because they're told that they're victims. They're all constantly looking for injustice to validate the narrative that's that's been implanted in their brains, and it's. It's just really abusive and abusive to the tune of $60,000 a year. That's especially hurtful. <laughs> it does. And then you get University of California leaders say the unions demand that 48 and the union is United Auto Workers. Can you imagine that? Mm. On campus of University of California demand that 48,000 researchers and student employees who help professors have their pay doubled and that out of state tuition be waived. Mm which, of course, is a dramatic cost increase to the schools. They don't care. The strike, led by United Auto Workers, could impact the college network millions of dollars a year if successful. Wow. And uh, it's still going on. Well, you'll have to keep us updated on what happens with that. I will. Minute and a half left, Bob. Okay. Um, In view of the fact that college attendees have been dropping out and 39 million in the U.S. are college dropouts, some colleges are working to raise graduation rates. CSU has eliminated remedial classes, which is not good, and started providing tutoring, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It now de-emphasized memorization, provides more frequent testing. Georgia University, Georgia University decided to provide up to $2,500 fee for those who are doing good progress to their degree but running short of money. And also to a closer review to identify students who are at risk failing. University of Texas now helps students in trouble to change majors and provide solid college advising to those needing such help. The result of all this has been help students get their degree and not fall out, which is good. I think these are, yeah, these are good plans because just to accept people in and then just let them flounder and end up with nothing but a lot of debt is just not really good. We've got about 30 seconds left, Bob. Can you tell people about We the Kids while I show them my T-shirt on uh, Facebook Live? uh, We the Kids is a great organization, and I really urge every listener to get a hold of them, look them up under wethekids.us and get from them the books and the materials you can give to your kids to teach them the real history of America and the background of this country and what's vital for the nation mm-hmm. and, and and for your neighbors. That's right. And also donate to them as you can. Yes, and and go to the, and get really cute gear for Christmas gifts like the T-shirt I've got that you're looking at right now. Love you, Bob Walters. Merry Christmas. And we'll talk Very to you next to week. You. All right. Now you guys come back. Another hour of the Andrea K. Show coming up. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.